This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm from Prague. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Ola Banji, and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki, and I live in Paris. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'm from New York. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, I'm Liki. Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, I'm Jen. And what are we talking about today? <laughs> We're going to talk about Christmas and consumption and holidays in general. Yeah, because there are lots of holidays. Christmas is approaching, but I've tried to list down all the holidays that we have here in Europe. We have Christmas and then comes New Year's Eve and then Valentine's and then Easter and then there's the big summer holiday and there's also Halloween and then Christmas and all over again. And I was thinking of, you know, some very international cities that have embraced the Western culture and combined the holidays with traditional culture. So if I just take cities like Hong Kong or Singapore, on top of all this holiday, they also have Chinese Year, Dragon Boat Festival, and Full Moon Festival. And then we can look at India, probably they have Diwali, uh, Hanukkah, and all these holidays. This is marvelous, lots of celebration, but how does it do to our planet? This is what we're going to discuss today, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I was just looking at some articles on that. I've been really uh, working on decluttering and minimizing stuff. I'm not there yet by any means, but working on it and watching a lot of uh, videos and things about that. And decor is one of the things that people spend a lot of money on at you know places like dollar stores and craft stores that was one thing that some of the people that I've been watching have talked about a place you can minimize because you know the second not even halloween isn't even over and halloween is a huge decoration kind of thing around here where i live halloween isn't even over and there's christmas stuff in the stores never mind in canada we have thanksgiving early i know the us just had thanksgiving a month before Christmas. So um, so there's all of that decoration, <laughs> you know, pretend leaves and plastic everything and those big things that go on the lawns that you have to have the generator with the, the air running through. And then I noticed the other day driving down the street, uh, we've got a house at the at the end of our street that one of my kids says is on crack. I mean, the house has every single surface covered in lights and they're not just lit they flash at you and one of our kids said i'm offended by that house whenever i drive by it's shouting at me because it's flashing and it's just i think of the energy consumption never mind all the plastic and then <laughs> then the other day on remembrance day we have remembrance day for the veterans on november 11th uh, here and i noticed a tree an outside tree decorated with Christmas lights, except that they were going from top to bottom and they formed a Canadian flag. And then it said underneath, lest we forget in lights. 
And I thought, oh, so now we have Remembrance Day decorations <laughs> apart from poppies. It's just like, what? <laughs> That's my rant. Sorry. <laughs> but I love Christmas. I really, really love Christmas. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Because when. Me too. Yeah, I love Christmas, especially when I was a student. My part time job was working at Disneyland. And my favorite season at Disneyland was Christmas because Christmas is over. You know, it has the, the, the very nice decoration. It has the song, the smell. I love Christmas, all about Christmas. But the problem with Christmas is that, okay, I just came across uh, some stats the other day. Some stats published by the National Retail Federation in the U.S. And this stat shows that between 2003... And 2023, the sales has doubled in the U.S. for the holiday season. It was over $400 billion to 2023, up to, ooh, more than double, 900, 900 towards $1,000 billion. That's insane, isn't it? So I guess it's not that everything goes to the decoration. I guess that you know there's more than decoration and light consumption. What else do we have? Yeah, I think that the presents, the huge amounts of presents. And in Czech Republic, there is not only all these holidays for giving presents, but they also, not only birthdays, but they also have name days. So everybody has at least two days a year for presents, plus Christmas, that is huge. And the houses are tiny. We don't have space for more stuff. The huge amounts of things and plastic and the cover of the present. Because usually it's not just the toy, but it's the plastic that covers the toy, plus the box that covers the plastic-covered toy, plus the wrap that is mostly plastic. It's not paper, even though it's paper wrap. That's mostly plastic plus plastic, big bowl. It's overwhelming. It doesn't have to be though. No, but it doesn't have. But to still, be. it's nice to give and receive presents, isn't it? It is for me. For many many years, when I realized there is no more stuff I can fit in my house. I ask everybody for the presents. It has to be food or drink, something. It can be spoiled. <laughs> so something <laughs> has to be eaten or composted. And it's so much nicer. Or flowers. But yeah, it's so much nicer to do that. Because I think it lifts the pressure of people. Even though in Japan, they always have when they go somewhere, in Czech also, when people visit each other, they always bring presents when they visit each other houses. But that time, they usually bring something to eat, drink, flowers or something like that. Yeah, I mean, bringing a present to visit someone is one thing, but I'm talking about the pressure of buying the best gift, you know, the most expensive, the biggest gift for Christmas. It's just insane, you know, as you said, you see all this stuff in the shops. A month before Christmas, even two months before Christmas, you receive all these catalogs. 
not anymore because we don't do paper catalogs anymore, but we, we receive all these email telling you, wow, oh, you should buy this. And you have all these ads on televisions as well and on the radio and everywhere pressuring you to buy stuff for loved ones to make them happy. And I just think it is insane. Well, and, and we're recording this on Black Friday in the U.S., and it has <laughs> yeah. spilled over into Canada. Yeah. And and it's not just a day. It's a week. You know, we're getting bombarded with stuff. But we in our family, we eliminated this pressure and this problem many, many years ago. Um, I probably told you this already. Did I talk yeah, about it? Yeah, I think you did, but I think it's worth sharing because again. it's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... We have Christmas, a, a party, Christmas gathering with all of our kids and our bonus kids, our, our kids' friends and everybody who's family but not necessarily blood-related, um, about a week before Christmas so that everyone can come because everybody's got in-laws and outlaws and, you know, has to be in five different places at once. So we pick a date, we tell everybody in advance, everybody comes and we have a game. And the game is that everybody has to bring something from their home that they don't want anymore. It, it cannot be bought. It has to be something they want to give away and it has to be wrapped. And we put all the gifts under the tree and somebody starts and you open a gift and then the next person can either steal that gift or they can open a new gift. And there's this really ugly, um, hilarious cookie jar that looks like a skeleton that keeps coming back because somebody keeps it for the next year and we find this horrible skeleton again. It's really funny. So we have lots of fun and games and sometimes the stuff is really good and sometimes it's awful, but it's, it's very funny. And so that's the game and that's the gift that you have to bring. And then the other thing we do so that we don't buy gifts for each other in our side of the family is we have been sending three girls to school every year in Guatemala. So there's a village in Guatemala, and uh, one of the girls has graduated now. The other one had to drop out because of family issues. And the third one is in university, and she's becoming a doctor. So she's the one we're still contributing to. And so people just put money in an envelope with the word Guatemala on it. We don't know who gave how much. It's like a into a basket. And then whatever we get, we send to the organization that we're working with, who's a person that we know who actually goes there. And we know that we've done something for the world and we don't need more stuff. So it ends up being really easy. We do do stockings for our kids, but what we've done lately, as Christina said, they all have to be consumable. Mm. So my thinking this year, and hopefully nobody's listening to this, is I'm going to make those, those mason jars with soup mix. Ooh, I love those. You know? Yeah. Um, because they're they're adults, right? So we'll put different soups in those and they can make food for themselves. And it's usually special condiments they would never buy because they're expensive or whatever, but it's it's consumables that we give away. It's just, it's not going to be the big fancy whatever. We just don't play that game. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, and there is another thing around holidays. It's traveling. Yes. And, that's uh, a big, yeah. That's a big one. And I, I found few uh, websites they're talking about holidays and climate change. One is greenchoices.org and the other one is theconversation.com. And if anybody who's listening is interested, you can even look there and get uh, 
carbon calculator or 15 question quiz. So you can check yourself. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, it's great. I think it's great to meet your loved ones for holiday, but yeah, I, I'm sure that there are better options, greener options. Yeah. Yeah. And also the Zoom, Zoom time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know it's awful, but if, uh, if somebody cannot make it, they're uh, financially or health-wise, because in the winter, you never know if you get sick and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to fly with some contagious diseases. So then uh, there is an option which was not out there a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I share a Christmas gift story with you? Uh, I'm just yes. thinking of, um, of my nephew who's turning, who will be turning 20 in tomorrow. No, in two days. In, in two days. And I remember, so it was 11 years ago now. And uh, he was turning nine, and uh, he has a younger brother who was six at that time. And no, that was not for Christmas. That was for his high, uh, for his uh, birthday. But his birthday is in November, so it's almost the same the same date. And his brother's birthday is in October. So I invited them to my house uh, to celebrate their birthday, both of them. And. I was really busy at that time, 11 years ago, but still I wanted to, you know, to invite them to celebrate their birthday and I bought them a gift. And so I didn't really have time to look at, I just took some random boxes of Playmobil, you know, because it was, it said, um, you know, from six to 10, I thought, okay, one is six, the other one is nine. So six to 10. So I took two different ones, of course, no, not the same one. So. I bought them, you know, for, for the set, for both of them, I bought them one each. And so I gave it to my older nephew who was nine and he opened it and he looked at it and say, oh, it's six to 10. It's for babies. You know, it's for babies. And so I was a little bit offended. And then his younger brother who wanted to look cool, opened his gift and see the same thing. He's like, no, it's for babies. I don't want that. So they refused my gifts. What of them? <laughs> oh. I was not happy at all because those kids are so, so, so spoiled. And because of them, I stopped buying gifts for kids. Because of them, because both of them. So I need to tell him this story for his birthday in two days. But... um. But then, you know, the, the year after, I thought, okay, I can do better. Okay, I don't have to buy him gifts. And so what I did is I, I had a box full of, you know, this Paris ticket of, for the metro. He, he used to love and he still loved the metro and trains and everything. So for his 10-year birthday, I had a box full of of train tickets, of metro tickets, of all colors, the old ones, the new ones from the different cities. And so I gave it to him and I didn't, it took me a long time to collect all those, but it was like a very, very, very good gift. And even there was one that was very special, I put it in a frame and he was really, really happy. Is <laughs> <laughs> not that fun? It's so fun, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. And there are also gifts of experience. Yeah. Instead of giving stuff stuff, we can take them yeah. out and uh, 
Yeah. Do something with them. Run around. Throw a frisbee. <laughs> when our um, two youngest were coming up to their birthdays, and I can't remember what birthday it was. They might have been 12, like each, they're two years apart, but the younger two, but um, when they hit 12 or 13, I can't remember, we decided to do a scavenger hunt birthday present. And so we got into the car and they were given a map, like an old fashioned map. And they were given clue number one out of an envelope. And it was a rhyme. And they had to read the clue and then figure out where on the map we were supposed to go. <laughs> and then we would drive there. And this took all day. Oh, it's awesome. And one of them, the theme was the Wizard of Oz. And it was all of these places that we had to end up. And we even picked up our son at the Broadway Skytrain station. And the clue was something about a monkey flying in on Broadway. So, you know, thinking of a play and calling him a monkey. And he was actually coming back from working up north by plane. And he met us at the Broadway station. And he jumped out at her and scared her. <laughs> She's standing there going, well, what do I look for? And then he jumped out. Because he, you know, he was also an actor. So it was kind oh, of fun. Great. Anyway, we all ended up at the theater to see Wicked, Ooh. which of course is the story of the Wicked Witch from the Wizard of Oz. So That's all right. of the clues all That's day so nice. took us to that. And the other daughter, hers uh, was uh, Billy Elliot, the, uh, the show. So, you know, we started off by going to a British shop and buying chips in the British shop and then going to, you know, oh, all yeah. these things that had to do with ballet and Britain. <laughs> and we ended up to see Billy Elliot. But those were birthday experiences they will never forget, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's one, there's something I did for my brother that he, he will never, I mean, he will not forget because I haven't used it yet. But I made him a special advent calendar, you know, those are, and uh, because he told me he needs to, um, to work on his core on his abs my brother is very fit but he wants to be more have better abs and so for i think it was two or three years ago maybe two years ago yeah it was i it was during covid so two or three years ago i did um advent calendar and so i bought one from uh from the previous year at church and it was empty with prayers and all that but then i yeah cut them them um i took like some um like you know exercise of for apps and so every day you get you pick <laughs> you pick an exercise so you have some exercise to accomplish and after that you've got some tricks and the trick were uh some nuts not chocolate nuts <laughs> 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 but that's so crazy. Yeah, but not that I put in this, you know, small boxes of smarties. <laughs> so the first one he thought, wow, I'm going to have some chocolate. But then he realized that, oh no, it's nuts and and raisins. <laughs> so and he's this thing is I had a lot of fun doing it, making the thing, but I think he has not, I mean, last time I asked him, he said, no, I haven't touched it yet. I mean, he has, I think day one, two, and then I think he gave it. But it was so fun to make this. You know, and it's something that he will not forget. That's cool. Yeah. That's a lot of work, too. Yeah, yeah. but it lasts very but long. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun to make. Yeah, it's very yeah. fun to make, yeah. 
Yeah. So we talk a lot about gifts, and、uh, but there's one thing we haven't discussed, which is food. Ooh, food.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at holidays we tend to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I discovered something. I was told about something by a woman recently, and then I went out and got it and tried it, and it was really cool. It's an app. That we have called Flash Food. I don't know; it, it's local. I don't know if you have such a thing, but what it is is you can look at two particular stores in your area at all the food that's going to outdate that they can't sell past a certain date, and they've got a refrigerator, a freezer, and a shelf. The refrigerator has all sorts of salads and prepared foods and stuff. The freezer has stuff that's frozen, obviously, and then the shelf has baked goods. And you look on Flash Food, and you can buy whatever you want to buy, and then you go and you just pick it up at the store. And it's food that outdates today, or yesterday, or tomorrow, but it's food they can't keep on their shelf, and it ends up being half price. So, <laughs> like, but it's good. Like we、What? we went and we got I can't remember what it was a steak and egg salad that was normally fifteen dollars for seven dollars. And it was big, and it fed two of us for dinner. And I thought, wow, that's kind of neat.、Yeah. So I sent my husband down there, and he's he's down there. He's going, what about this? What about that? Yeah. <laughs> but but it was it was really anyway. I don't think it has much to do with the holidays. No. But、um, <laughs> well, but well, I think it does connect to the holidays because I just heard about Thanksgiving in the U.S. That when people, whatever they don't eat, the leftovers, they can carry it to the kitchens,、uh, to churches or other kitchens that serve people in need. I thought that's a good idea.、Right. Very good idea. Yeah, but what I was suggesting that is that we tend to eat too much food, or to have too much food on the on the table for holidays. This is、uh, something that we've been told that we should have, like you know, lots of different foods and the 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 fattest, the biggest, the the most expensive ones, like from across the world, and、um, like the food that is impossible because it's a special occasion. This is um, there's something I've noticed. I mean that I that I don't do too much of it, but、uh, when you go and shop at grocery stores or traiteur in France, um. <laughs> You got a lot of this. Oh, you have the 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 thing that is very very special because there's this culture of because it's a holiday because it's very special. You need to have lots of very expensive good food, and when it's for it to be very expensive, has to fly from across the world. Interesting. I I've never thought of having to have expensive food. Oh,、um, we have like certain things that are traditional.、Oh. Um, traditional foods, but not that they're particularly expensive. That's that's not my experience.、Oh, what's your traditional food? We usually, I mean, we get a turkey from a farm, and that's expensive because it's free run and has had a life. So we go and we buy a turkey, and they're co- close to a hundred dollars for a free run turkey. Um, that isn't fed full of antibiotics and all that stuff. And then we usually have, 
I don't know, kind of, you know, potatoes, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, mm. or, or yams, and roasted Brussels sprouts, and I make a cranberry chutney, and I make pumpkin pie with pumpkins that we grew or we had earlier, and baking. So it's not, it's kind of normal, like regular food, but it's not necessarily fancy or expensive. Yeah, that's the same in Czech that uh, I thought every family has the same food, but I found out not, but it's pretty similar to all of us. So we have breaded fish, potato salad, mashed potatoes, and somebody has it on New Year's. Somebody has it during 20, December 24th as a lentil soup. That means a lot of money for next year. And so it's all the, all the traditions are very local. And the expensive mm -hmm. food are more for the gifts. But as the food uh, food, it stays in. Yeah. What What about you, Liki? What do you have that, for Christmas that dinner? That is so interesting because over here we have foie gras, which is something oh. that is that is I don't eat it because this is very personal. I mean, if you love foie gras, that's mm -hmm. fine, but I I don't think we need to make animals suffer because uh, to make them sick because of that. But so, but foie gras is a must have on the table. Um, there's oh. also very often some seafood like, you know, seafood platters. And I remember there was one year, I mean, there was one year, I think it's still going on, this, all these snow crabs from, I don't know, from Canada or from Alaska. It's, it's just silly, you know? Why do we need that, you know? Oh, that's um, interesting. Yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah, um, for us, it's even the carp that is served as a fish is uh, grown in the local ponds, the local lakes. And they bring it in these huge tubs into the city. And you can see them swimming in there. And you pick oh. one and they'll kill it for you. And then you'll cook it at home. So it's very, very local. All the holiday food is very local. Hmm. That is very interesting. Yeah, the, the cranberries that I was given a gift of, a bag of fresh cranberries from uh, the local cranberry farm. Wow. From somebody. Um, and that will be the cranberry sauce for the turkey. Yeah, we don't, uh, we do do like a roasted um, orange glazed tofu because we have vegetarians and vegans in our family as well. So we have, we have some alternatives to the turkey, but yeah, it's all pretty local, plain. I mean, it's good, but it's not super fancy. <laughs> oh, there's there's also something that I'm not a big fan of because I'm 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 not a big fan of truffle. But there's this for Christmas. There's truffle oh. brie, you know, expensive. Yes, it's like truffles expensive. That would be good. I like that, but <laughs> I think it's too strong. But it just like you know, it's it seems like you know for for Christmas or for the holiday you have to eat expensive stuff. That's um. That's oh, interesting. Kind of that must be that we have here. French thing. Yeah, <laughs> but the truffles are local for you, aren't they? Um, France has yes. very high, like delicious, amazing, yes. fancy food. Well, it doesn't come yeah. cheap. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but no. it's aren't they hard to find? They're hard to find, yeah. but they're grown in local woods and stuff. Yeah, okay. I guess so. Yeah, but it just it's just you no know, this pressure of I, I'm I'm just trying to you know to. I'm I'm trying to refer to this pressure of having expensive stuff. Mm. For huh. yeah. interesting, yeah. 
for Christmas. And there's also a lot of meat, like, you know, turkey or roast. Yeah, I think it's, um, I guess it's part of the culture because um, it's culture in France is around the table. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. How, so how can we do it better? Well, one thing that Christina said about wrapping gifts, we recycle a lot of things and, but I'm, I'm coming to the end of the gift bags that have been given to me <laughs> to, to repurpose. But, but sometimes a nice thing to do is a new tea towel as the wrapping, you know, something that they could use that you could open, you know, or a t-shirt or something, whatever you're, you're wanting to give that you could wrap it in that could then be used. Once upon a time, I sewed all of those cloth Christmas bags with the drawstrings, but they've all disappeared. So I don't know where they ended up. People kept them, I guess. Um, but that was a fun project, but I just don't have time to do that right now. But to sew the cloth gift bags that can then be reused again. So our wrapping, like it's such a waste to rip open the paper. And I mean, it's fun, but it's such a waste. <laughs> you know what I use for my wrapping for, for Christmas? On election years, you know, there's a lot of elections in France. So we received it because there's two rounds. For the first round, you receive a lot of, a lot of um, what you call it, manifesto pamphlet of, with the program of what each candidate intends to do. And then, so you have, for the first round of election, you have maybe 15 candidates. So like very big sheet of paper. So I keep them. And then the second round, you have only two, but still there's a lot of paper. So I keep them and I use them for wrap my gifts. <laughs> I thought it's very fun because... You're <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because there's a face, because usually a very nice, very nice picture of the candidate. So it makes everybody laugh. And, um, and it's my signature. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's great. When the newspaper, everybody was getting newspapers. Yeah. I, we used to wrap gifts in the mm. section with the colors or pictures yeah. in, in the newspaper. Yeah. 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 That's a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. we have a gift exchange, um, we have rafts, wrap, wrapping, um, we have better transportation, uh, decoration is, we haven't found a solution for decoration. <laughs> well, you can, you can do natural decorations, yeah. you can make wreath, wreaths with natural things. Or just less. <laughs> Dry apples, yeah. uh, gilded nuts, leaves, berries. I think those yeah. are so beautiful and they last long too. And they're compostable and you can make them again next year. Yeah. yeah. And also yeah. for the present, having experiences instead of having things, I think it's more fun and more memorable. Mm. Even my daughters one year, they made a radio show on, a, they recorded radio show when they were little and gave it to us. It was such a great present. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. My, uh, my daughter has asked me, I asked what my grandson would like for Christmas. She has a very minimalist home and she rotates the toys and she's very careful about not having too many things. 
and she's asked for a Sony Walkman <gasps> for him. That is so vintage. Like a cassette <laughs> player, but an old one. Like you can't, they Can don't you make find them it? anymore. Well, I, I, I'm on the hunt now. That's my hunt. Do, do you need tapes? They, I have tapes. Yeah, yeah, cassette tapes. Because cassette tapes yeah. are easy to put in and take out. Yeah. And they got one once for their niece who still uses it to this day. And you can find the cassettes of children's songs in thrift oh, stores. That's so cool. And so mm. she she has headphones, a big headphone set for him, but she needs the machine. So I have to go around and look at all the secondhand shops and see if I can find one that's in good working order and then get some cassettes. But it's kind of fun. Yeah. So that's my my hunt for him rather than a big toy wrapped in plastic (laughs) (laughs) i always ask what what do you want me to get (laughs) oh that's so that so that it's something useful yeah oh that sounds fantastic i just got another idea for overeating when because when we have the dinner and before or after we keep eating the cookies and in czech there is a big culture of christmas cookies they're delicious very addicted. <laughs> so instead of staying at home and watching things or something, to go out for half an hour, for an hour, for a walk with the family and everybody. And that will kind of move us away from the table from for eating. a little bit. <laughs> it, also, it also helps your digestion. It promotes your digestion. It's supposed to be very good to have a walk after dinner. Yeah. 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 Okay, we solved it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It's done. done. (laughs) As as a pastor, I spend a lot of time thinking of the other Christmas (laughs) (laughs) and and working on on the experience of of the other Christmas. So it's almost reversed to me where all of the hoopla of the buying and the consumerism is, you know, sort of less than standing in a in a church at the end of the night with everybody holding a candle singing Silent Night. Like that to me is Christmas. That is Christmas. <laughs> it's community, yes. right? It's community. So whatever way you have community and you bring people together, that's oh, that's that's yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, midnight mass. It's uh, even people who do not go to church. Yeah, in the middle of the mountains, going to the tourist. Such a romantic picture. It is. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bye. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network, For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of The Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.